When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Cloudy day in New York City if you're watching on ESPN, too. A little rain this morning. Clouds and rain, but not so bad. Like I was listening to Purple Rain on the way into work. Were you really? Yeah, Prince, baby. Purple Rain. I know Prince is a genius and everything. Woo! I've never into Prince. Not at all. Not, no, no. Like not, you, I, you get the references. I wouldn't say not so. at all. I had the record. Little I like the songs. It's just not like when people go crazy for Prince. I'm like, yeah, I like it, but not the same way other people do. Why not? I, I can't tell you. Just the way it is. I feel like you will be dressed up like a Prince, like Dave Chappelle <laughs> yeah. character, like back in the '80s. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, that you wasn't me. You at the me. parties? No, no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think about Prince without thinking about Dave Chappelle. That's oh no, the there's no now. way to do it. Like the two are correlated forever. And he in made my him brain pancakes now. after. <laughs> I want to say the word, but Busted I can't say the, the word. And then made a you want to come to my house for some pancake? So, uh, <laughs> Jay, yes, I went sir. to bed last night. I thought there was one deal, and I woke up this morning. Turns out there was another deal in the NBA. Marcus Smart, apparently, is now it's the Grizzlies who get Marcus Smart from the Celtics in a three-team deal. I don't think that's the headline. I think the headline, Tyus Jones is involved in the deal, but Chris Stapp's Porzingis going to the Celtics. So let me That's ra- a problem. Can I wrap it up for you? Can I wrap yeah. up the total deal for you? Yeah. Okay, so we got Boston receives Chris Stapps Porzingis, who opts into his $36 million contract for 23-24. They get a, the 25th pick tonight in the draft from Memphis, and they also get a 2024 first-round pick as well. The Grizzlies, who are sending Tyus Jones to Washington, receive Marcus Smart, who I think adds a lot of value to the culture considering John Morant's missing 25 games due to his suspension. The Wizards received Tyus Jones plus the 35th pick from the Celtics, Danilo Gallinari, and Mike Muscala. I think it's, I, I, I think it's a win all the way around. Uh, look, obviously, the Washington part we will unpack in a little bit, Max, because they have just unloaded two of their biggest pieces in both Bradley Beal and now Kristaps Porzingis. But I think for Boston, you get a guy that had one hell of a year last year, probably had his best year since he's probably been in the league, and unlocks Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now, with this second apron, which you're hearing a lot of NBA teams talk about with the new luxury tax that they can't go over for Boston, these are the type of tough decisions teams have to now make. Right? You can't carry that type of load on your roster with a guy like Marcus Smart. You have to make that decision. So by letting go of Marcus Smart, Derek White has to be activated, which he has been. He's been their third best player, I think, for a major part of this year and in the playoffs. So now with Chris Topscorzingis for this one-year deal that he has, it unlocks Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and pick-and-roll situations. How many times have we talked about those two not being complementary towards each other? So it unlocks them. You get a seven-foot unicorn at the rim that can play alongside the likes of Robert Williams. Seven-three. Seven-three, yeah. right? Seven-foot unicorn plus. Yeah. 
I love this for the Boston Celtics. I love it too. It's you a know, great move. First of all, Mark is smart. I know what this is going to sound like for a second because maybe I'll be very wrong and it's disastrous for them, right? I think in a way this might be addition by subtraction because he's a good player. But for a team like the Celtics, Jay, he might be just good enough to be dangerous to them, right? To prevent – when you say unlock the, the, your best players, maybe. His personality, his, he's, he's a, in a way a dominant player when he's on the court, even though his actual talent is not pitched as high as theirs, right? I think a guy like Chris Stapps Porzingis, you know, maybe it's because I watched him when he was with the Knicks carefully when he was younger – but, man, when he gets on the court, at least back then, the whole offense for the other team changed because he's 7'3". He could, he, he's, a, he's a shot deter, and he can shoot from the outside. And for a guy his size, he can defend in space considering he's 7'3", right? Like, that's a lot. I was looking at his just numbers from last year. You know he played 65 games. Yes. That's, like, nowadays, that's, a full, that's, that's considered like a full season. 65 games, and look – I know different stats and this and that. I could tell you average 23 points and eight and a half boards and this many blocks and a block and a half. But the interesting thing to me, the reason I'll look at PER sometimes is player efficiency rating, the Hollinger stat, is because it takes into account a lot of the classical stats people like. And usually there's a strong positive correlation between guys with higher PERs and the guys you think of as MVPs, right? Usually if a guy's PER is above 20, you think of him as a very, very good player. And if it starts approaching 25, you're like, oh, wait, that's not even just a normal all-star. In 65 games, his PER was 23. Like, that's high-level all-star, really. That's a big piece to add with his size, the positions he can, the, the four or five that he can play on that team, obviously the five. And the, 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 the defensive presence, yep. even, whatever you think about him, he, he changes the offense a lot. Well, let's talk about it, okay? So he's played, if you're looking at 65 games, the only time he's played more than 65 games, the first two years of his career with the Knicks. Right. Okay? Uh, career best last year in shooting percentage from the field. All right? Mm-hmm. Second best career scoring from the three-point line, mm-hmm. percentage-wise, 38.5. I mean, and scoring-wise, best of his career yeah. last season. Yeah. So you're getting a guy who's been through the gauntlet, Max, of – being here in New York, getting out of that situation in New York, going to Dallas, playing with Luka, another ball-dominant guard, going through that situation, then going to Washington, D.C., right? Where, look, when you play for a bad franchise, a lot of people say, well, you know, Bradley Beal, you know, played only 50 games here and there. Well, when you're playing for a bad franchise and there's a lot of questions, everything comes back to you. You are receiving all the heat regardless, even if you guys are expected to lose. So I think playing through that, now having a chance to contend, I think the mentality is one that he still wants to earn it. So you, He still has a lot to prove, which you're, now you're getting a motivated Chris Sapsworth. So you just went through a couple of things. First, the first point you made before that point was – that stylistically it works well in terms of the strategy that you could tactically, it's going to be very good for Jason Tatum and and Jalen Brown. Now you just talked about why it could work in terms of his attitude, his point of view, you know, all that stuff, how how that fits together and where he is in his career in terms of his maturity, right? Now think about it, and I mentioned, actually, if you look at his numbers last year, he's a high-level all-star. Now think about this for a second. Aaron Gordon gets to um, Denver, and he's supposed to be like the fourth best player on the team. Turns out he's the third best player on the team. But the point is, like when Iguodala went to Golden State, when guys 
are cast as the lead, but it turns out on a championship team, they're like the three or the four, and they can actually go and do that. It also unlocks them. And, it, and, it, and so, so, like, when we think about big threes, because I don't think Porzingis is just like a, a role player. When you think about big threes in the league, how many teams have a third best player better than Chris Stapp's Porzingis? A third best player. Maybe only the Phoenix Suns? Is there any other team with a, with a third best player better? I'd say Bradley Beal is the third best player in that team. He's better than Porzingis. Very different, but is there anyone else in the league who has a third best player better than Chris Stapp's Porzingis? And it's about the size and how complimentary he oh is God. because you can use him in all that ball screen action, which is what Boston plays a ton of. And right? how tall is Tatum? Six seven, I think six eight. Yeah, like six eight. Jalen Jalen Brown's a big guard. Tatum's a big forward, at least a big small forward. If you think of him that way, Porzingis is just big. Period. They have real size at at their three best players at their position are also big. So here's what's happening. So that deal happens last night, Max. And the first thing I think to myself is, well, damn, Boston just got better. Like Boston. It got even more explosive offensively, and you hand the the ball to a guy like Derek White, and you say, "Okay, like there's not as much ego there, right? Like there's not like just be our leader, be one of our floor leaders." You're able to retain Malcolm Brogdon because that deal fell through with the Clippers because of the injury history. They didn't want to accept it, so now you still have that depth if he can stay healthy. And you're looking at the rest of the Eastern Conference saying Chris Middleton opted out last night of a $40 million one-year deal, right, essentially. So he's looking for a longer-term contract. And you're wondering, what the hell is Milwaukee doing? They have to sign him because it feels like in this arms race, they're being left behind. You still have questions with what's going on with Philadelphia. If James Harden comes back, if they're going to go for a guy like Fred Van Bleet, what additions are they making to their roster? But you're looking at Boston saying, we're, we're in position A Eight. in the Eastern Conference. Jay, quiet is kept. I know Brogdon has an injury history, and there's concern going forward. He played the most games since his rookie season last year, played 67 games. And here's the thing, and you could say this about the Suns. You could say this about Denver. It's been true about Denver. The, the Lakers, the Clippers, this is the modern sports, right? You could say it about the Ravens, right? You could say it about so, so many teams in so many different sports. Baseball with the pitching injuries nowadays. Given health. And so you say, well, okay, but you have to look at what the likelihood is they're going to stay healthy. What's the likelihood that AD and LeBron stay healthy? What's the likelihood that Kawhi and Paul George stay healthy? What's the likelihood that Denver stays healthy, considering what Jamal Murray's been through in recent years, right? Like, they all have those questions. If this team stays healthy, they're getting out of the East. There's no team that's going to stop this team in the East, Jay. Brogdon, too. Like, Brogdon's a good player, if they stay healthy, they're getting out of the – if they stay healthy, they can win a championship now. This is the first time I look at that roster and think, oh, wait a minute. This it's, is different. And here's what I like about it. They're motivated, man. I mean, granted, look, every team is motivated. But Joe Mazzulla Joe has something to prove, right? He, he has a chip on his shoulder. You already felt the chip on the shoulder addressing post-game scenarios with him, yep. okay? You don't think there's an extra chip on this dude's shoulder to prove that he is the coach – that Brad Stevens knows him to be, there's a chip on the shoulder of Jason Tatum, right? And, and talking about where he is in that conversation. There's a chip on the shoulder of Jalen Brown, who's about to sign this $295 million extension where people are trying to break these two up. They're already working out together in this offseason. Now you add Perzingis with a chip on his shoulder where Derek White with something to prove. Maybe they can get a chip. 
That's what and I'm saying. The a lot way, of chips to have. Even if Coach doesn't have an he, extra chip, he has he, a couple extra timeouts he can maybe. Do they, do they carry over? Hey, man. Is Marcus Smart the right type of veteran for John ja Morant? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can check us out on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. You can download the podcast. Say play ESPN Radio. We pop up on your smart speakers. See us on ESPN, too. Hey, Jay, so we both agree that, by the way, listen to this. You know, you know something about this song right here? Let's, let's stop for a second, talk about this song for a second. When Jay-Z brought it back, right? This mm-hmm. is after 9-11. The part where he says, time to get paid, blow up, like the, they muted yep. it, right? They muted, yeah. And I thought to myself, Biggie's gone. He could have never anticipated that one day that like like that would they would come down right in an attack yeah. and so by muting it it drove home how much the world had changed since Biggie left right now I don't know if they did that because they didn't want to offend people or they or or because they were making that point but man it made that point to me like damn Biggie's not a not aware that he's gone you know yeah so it made it more sentimental it it more in sentimental. a way yeah. well I mean. It still is a very sentimental it's thing, a, right? Exactly. It, it goes with the theme of the song. Thing. No doubt about it. All right, I mean, anyway. just ask Liv, right? <laughs> Liv Tour. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a real thing. It is a real it's thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, it is a real thing. So we, we talked a lot in the last segment about Porzingis. We both agree it's a very good move for the Celtics, right? Provided health, I think they're now the favorites in the East. Do you? Pole position, yes. They pole are, position, they, no. they're, a leading, they're in the pole position right now. Currently in this, in this race, Let's still just pause for a second because free agency does start July 1st. Yeah, I would uh, at, just at, pause at this for one moment, second. At this moment, yes. The best version of this versus, say, this year's Denver, I'd like to see that matchup. I don't know that Denver that beats matchup, that, yes. but let's see. But let's see if yeah. Dame comes to Miami. Let's see what moves actually occur with the 76ers. And let's see what the Bucks have to do. Like, if Giannis does not sign his extension, yeah. which people expect him not to do. Right. <laughs> That puts pressure in this organization to win now. Like, that's a lot of pressure on them. Chris Middleton opting out of his deal. The Eastern Conference, it seems like it's up for grabs with Miami being in the eighth spot, getting all the way to the yep. NBA championship. Wide open. So that puts a lot of pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks to continue. You had Drew Holiday talking about when his contract is up, 
them retiring. Think about that. You Frustrated. have one of the best players in the world on your roster right now who could be looking to go to a different team if they can't put the right pieces around him to contend. Yeah, he's that's obviously frustration, right? And, and if you really even look at the Bucks, I know they won a championship, but if ownership thinks they really did something, they did. They won the championship, and, and Giannis had a 50 game in, in, in game six, and they won the whole thing. The fact of the matter is they were down two games to one when Kyrie got hurt. And if you examine it, they got destroyed in the first game. They got beaten in the second game. Even in the game they won, it was like a defensive game, and it was close. I do not think they win that series if Kyrie doesn't get hurt. And that's yeah. early in the playoffs. Yeah, but things happen. Yeah, I mean, they War do. Patricians. I'm just saying. Everybody, they, they want it. They got a chip. That's they, all that matters. I mean, you can go back in won. history and say a lot of situations wouldn't have panned out if injuries were Let me tell state. you why. You're right, but I think that's a little different because what wound up happening is KD was by himself. And, and let's say they'd have beaten him in six games. Oh, that's one thing. It. KD by himself took him to a foot on the line in overtime in game seven, right? That means, come on, man. Come on. Right, and that's the chip you won. Well, that that's the that's the thing with big threes like that with James Harden, Kyrie, and Top Kevin heavy. Durant. Yep. It's the same thing we we're talking about. Bradley Beal now going to Phoenix and talking about what it looks like with KD, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. It's one of the most lethal threes that we've ever seen in the history of the game. So I want to get into this Marcus Smart point of it mm-hmm. all, but first, Greco and Queens wants to correct me about something apparently Uh-oh. as it relates to Biggie Smalls. Go ahead, Greco. Hey, hey, hey. Morning, Max. Good morning, morning Jay. What up, um, I don't know if Key is in the studio. I, 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 I kind of caught the show kind of late, but if he's, you know, if he's listening, morning, Key. But anyway, Max, yeah, Biggie yeah, was Key's right over the there. First. We're just not going to put him on camera right now, and he doesn't feel like talking. But go ahead, Greco. But Greco, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I get, hopefully, hopefully he has on, on, on shoes today. No, but he's anyway, barefoot, actually. Uh, put some shoes on. What are you doing? What? Go ahead. Uh, anyway, Max, you know, the, the first uh, World Trade attack Biggie was around for, and that's why that's he listened to it. Yes. And then, that's what I, I understand. And, that's, but but the, 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 the buildings didn't come down. And so it was something that no. was within the parameters of something someone might use as a metaphor. But once they came, that's the whole point. Then it exactly. happened again, and they came down. It was a bigger attack. Yeah, and that, that's, yeah. that's why they took it out, though, because uh, that's it did what come I, down. Greco. Greco, that's what Max I'm just sorry. said. Greco. Hey, okay, well, see, see, I'm... I'm Right. Oh man, this is this is this is not. I thought I was doing something. Yeah, I know you thought. And then I'm not you. doing anything. Yeah, yeah. And right. it's like we need to get that coffee. We need to get that coffee going this morning. The point that we were making, Jay and I were talking about it. It's a sentimental song to begin with. Then Biggie passes right, and then afterward, the <laughs> metaphor he used took on a new meaning. meaning yeah. And so, therefore, it they took did. it out, lending more kind of emotional weight to the sentimentality. Right. Mm. Yes, yeah. you're dropping bars All right. this morning. There it is. Max. Okay. Greco, thank you very much for not for thinking <laughs> My God, I appreciate y'all, man. Right. That's what I wanted to say, too. I appreciate y'all so much, yes. man. I really That's do. Right. You got it, man. Appreciate Key, us. Put your appreciate shoes on, us. Key. I can smell your feet from here. Key, come on. Put your What's shoes on, Keyshawn. <laughs> I don't know why Key took his shoes it's off. Nasty. Got bunions all to over talk. the toes. Key. Look at those things. So uh, we, we look at the Porzingis <laughs> part of it. What about the Marcus Smart part of this trade, Jay? Um, is he the so everyone seems to agree that Ja needs a veteran leader on the team, right? And as you said, when you brought up Draymond Green originally, someone who can speak his language, right? Someone who's not just, hey, I'm Mr. You know, I'm a I'm a square who's a veteran and not good anymore, but a good player who could talk to someone who's going off the rails a little bit and be like, come on, we're gonna do it this way. 
is Marcus Smart the right guy? There's no question. There's no, it gives them a, a, a champion like DNA. It's, it's additive to what they already have culture-wise, but now it's seasoned and mature. I think before when you looked at Memphis, you looked at a bunch of young Thundercats, right, that had all the potential that talked as if they were older. Now, a lot of that had to do with Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks no longer there. Now I think what you're doing is you're adding that seasoned veteran-like mentality to a younger cast. Now you have two defensive player of the years on the same squad in Jaron Jackson from a big perspective and now Marcus Smart well, I wasn't even thinking from a that. guard perspective. I wasn't even thinking with that. With Ja, who's motivated and ambitious now considering his situation. I hate that they gave up Tyus Jones because I think he did a hell of a job whenever Ja was out, right, and helping lead this team and setting people up. But I think what it does to the maturity in that locker room, I think it elevates this team. I wasn't even it thinking. It elevates them. You have two defenders, one in the backcourt, one in the front court, who are next-level defenders. And I'll, I'll give you a couple other scenarios, Max. Think about when Boston was going through that stint um, a couple of seasons ago where they were on that slide before they turned it around. Mm-hmm. Who called out everybody in that Boston Celtic locker room? Mm-hmm. It was Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. It was Marcus Smart. Now, were there questions around decision-making when they played against Golden State in the NBA Finals? Yes. That's why they went out and the Celtics got Malcolm Brogdon. But nobody ever questioned who was the heart and the soul of the Celtics team, right? Who was their floor leader? Who was the person that brought out that fierce competitive mentality when you saw at times Jason Tatum look a little bit unsure? When you saw Jalen Brown sometimes question whether he can actually do it on that level, it was Marcus Smart. And now Marcus Smart is going to be that same DNA that put he's he's a two point version of what the Grimpus what the Grimpus what the Memphis Grizzlies actually need. Grimpus yes. So okay, so hold on. So Smart, Ja, Bain. I guess it doesn't matter nowadays who the forward is. It's just positionless basketball. You don't have the most size in the world. Oh, you you still need to do some some work. So and Jared Jackson, Jared Jackson, and and uh, who else am I missing? Hold on, Luke Kennard, guy who can stroke it from the outside. Yep. I mean, they still need to find that wing. They need but a wing. They, they have a lot they of need draft a wing picks, with man. Some, they need a wing with some length. Or a guy like OG Ananobi. They, 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 can, they can go on the market and find guys, depending upon what other teams are doing. I feel like Ananobi, are you looking for a Draymond type, or are you looking for a, like a – Mikhail Bridges type, you know, like I mean, a of course you would love three to get a Mikhail deep, Bridges, but, but not now. I don't be... mean now that he's averaging twenty five on the Nets. I mean a, just a high level three and D guy with some length. You know That's what I mean? I said OG. Yeah, dude, OG is nice, man. Yeah, he is. He OG is. is nice, and OG and can still defend. Young. Yeah, and still young. Yeah, he's still getting better, and can shoot the thing from the outside. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. OG. Might, and by the way, it kind of fits the mentality of who Memphis is. Like, he buys into that. Yeah, you said OG. I was like, no, I'm looking more like for an for OG type. Or a 3-and-D guy. I'm, like, I'm looking uh, more for like a, guy you know what, Jay? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Ananobi. That's the guy. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know why you didn't think of it. So the Blazers have shut down all trade requests reportedly for Dame. Can we put the Dame trade talk to bed, KJM? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We'll get that barbecue music going. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive <laughs> Insurance. <laughs> you go the Brooklyn and Manhattan bridges. See, now I know I'm twisted, man. I just said naturally, without even thinking about it, subconsciously. Yeah. You'll get that barbecue music going. As opposed to? Cookout. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all have done to me. But That's we made done. the distinction y'all... that what? barbecue is different than cookout. The food preparation is more meticulous. I'm messed up, man. This show is just It's a little more laid up. back. I'm turning into a different person right in front of my own eyes. Can mm-hmm. you even turn it in front of your own eyes? Mm-hmm. Does that even make sense? Bruce I don't even know what did. makes sense anymore. Mm-hmm. I just said barbecue naturally. It's always been cookout for me. Yeah, well, Since you're I've influenced been a by kid. your environment. Yeah. Who are you? It's, it's a crappy influence. That's what I'm Why trying to say. Why is it bad influence? Because it's a cookout. And now I'm angry about it. Look, I just got angry at I've myself. been influenced by you. How so? Your basketball knowledge has gone up drastically. Yes, I've gotten. Yes, of course, I've acquired basketball knowledge and football knowledge. And well, for I've example, learned, tell me to make a list right now. Words. Stop with the <laughs> list. Tell me. I don't know how to put it in order anymore. I learned, and, it's, <laughs> and my vocabulary has gone up extensively. Yes, it's gone up extensively. Yes, absolutely. Number three. Inductive or reductive? No, no, or deductive. Way off. You said reductive. I, I, oh, we I got a lot of work purpose. to do, Jay. We I got messed a lot it up of work. on purpose. We got it, a lot of work to is do. Is reductive stuff. a word? No, reductive is not a word. Although if it is, I'll have learned something new. Number so eight. Lasers have <laughs> shut Stop down with the list, Yates. My all bad. trade Stop. requests for Dame Lillard. Hold on one second. Hold on. By the way, you think it's coincidence that Pat Riley comes out this, and says, this is, where, this is where I'm going to put oh, you on. Yeah. Tending to a present... Tending to present a subject or a problem in a simplified form. Oh, yeah, reductive. reductive. Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, sure. First off, yeah. first off, don't say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, because you, you should have said say, that when I, I said yeah, reductive. No, but I, I should, I, yes, reductive logic, absolutely. I'm smarter sure. than you. Let's move on. You can, you can <laughs> reduce something, of course. Um, <laughs> I was just, just hoping you wait, made a malaprop and, it twit and my wires got crossed. Wait, don't real quick, Jay. Yeah. Yes. Tempting and attractive is seductive, just so you know. 
Mm-hmm. That's weird. Pat. Just adding more ductives. That's weird. Don't, How many don't, more ductives can we come up with? I don't know. Just reductive, now. deductive, inductive. But Pat, Pat, I never want to hear you say inductive and deductive are two different kinds of sure? kind of uh, yes, I'm reasoning. What's that? Pat's dressing up as an officer, officer saying seductive to me. I don't like it. It's just I don't weird. See, do you see him as an officer? Oh well, Is typically I know he's always in costume. Let me see. Pat, Let's are you in costume? Room. He's scrambling to get his. Uh, yeah, he's he. Not today. No, not today. He's off duty right now. It's yeah, off duty. <laughs> off duty. He's in his narc outfit. I'm undercover. So the Blazers have shut down all trade requests for Damian Lillard, right? This is why when Pat Riley comes out and says, hey, it's going to be real tough to get someone here, that smells to me like Pat Riley made a phone call and maybe the call wasn't picked up or he was told, nah, man, we're not trading him. So he's like, oh, well, that's the guy I wanted. That's what it felt like to me. Can we put the Dame Lillard trade talk to bed. That's a different question. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN senior NBA insider, was on the Pat McAfee show. I think Miami, uh, they're going to be very anxious to watch what happens in Portland to see if there's any point this summer where Damian Lillard becomes available. He's not available now. He says he wants to be in Portland, and the Blazers have shut down anybody who's called about the possibility of trying to trade for him. Okay. Jay, can we put the trade talk to bed? Uh, what time does the draft start tonight? 8 o'clock. Because the, the trade talk will, as soon as they take Scoot Henderson, mm-hmm. you are going to hear a lot more talk. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm Dame and you take Scoot Henderson, you are telling me that you are building towards a rebuild. I do not want to be part of a rebuild. I've told y'all ass multiple times, publicly and privately, I do not want to be part of a rebuild. If you say y'all, it would be asses. Max, no one cares. Well, you pluralize. No one cares. You pluralize. So there's multiple. Fine. All right. Fine. All all you asses, you you scouts, all you guys, it does not matter. I'm telling you, I do not want to be a part of a rebuild. How many more times do I need to tell you? Do I need to slow down the way I tell you I do not want to be part of a rebuild at this stage of One my career? One question for you, Damian Lillard. Do you want to be part of a rebuild? <laughs> I just, I don't, you're unclear on this one point. Right, so, and they're going to take Scoot Henderson. And he's going to, by the way, if you're the GM of the Portland Trailblazers, Portland, do you really think you're going to be able to get someone in there to win a championship for Damian Lillard, who's 33 and makes all the money in the world? And by the way, now you're on the clock as a GM, get it done or else. Or would you rather with a very high draft pick and potentially a franchise player, depending on how his shot develops, right? Would you like to have a three, four year runway to see what you can do to build a team? This is what I'm asking. Jody Allen, if you can hear me, this is what you need to do. The blueprint has already been done. Just look down in Atlanta. Look at the Falcons. Look at Arthur Blank. He did right by Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. He did right. They were trending in a different direction. He wanted Matt Ryan to have his best possible chance to win a chip. He sends him to Indianapolis. It didn't work out for Matt Ryan, but damn, he gave him a shot. He did the right thing. Now, <laughs> That's what you can do for Dame. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be held hostage the way that I felt like the Washington Wizards were by Bradley Bill saying this is the only team because you didn't give a guy like Dame a no-trade clause. 
That, that's another conversation. We'll get back to Washington in a second. But if he gives you a list of teams, if that's Miami, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, work with those teams. Try to extract as much value as possible. Do right by a guy that's been loyal to you for so long in his career. Between him and Matt Do right. Ryan. The big difference between him and Matt Ryan. Or taking, it, for example, uh, Steve Nash. Obviously, there's subtle differences, but I'm just saying. No, but the, the, the same theme. I don't think it's, it's, I think these are they're important differences and b- based on what you just said. And the same thing goes for Steve Nash because that was a similar situation. Nash is coming off a very good season. And but was in slight decline already. And the, when the Lakers pulled that off that trade because the Chris Paul trade was undone, the difference is Dame is still at the height of his powers. He's still a great MVP-ish level player, right? And when you say extract as much value as you can, that weakens if you're looking for players back and not just draft compensation. Any team to which he's dealt. So Damian Lillard going to ownership and saying, "Hey, do the right thing." The reason I say he's almost better off striking the deal himself with management and then presenting it to whatever team, he has a high basketball IQ. He's surveying the landscape thinking, I can win there with these guys. But wait a minute, if you start taking guys off that roster, maybe I can't win there. Matt Ryan was traded for a third-round pick because he was past it, right? To do right by Damian Lillard is to get less value than he's worth or else wherever he's going unless it's pure draft compensation, wherever he's going is going to be weakened, and that's not really doing right by him. See the difference? I, yeah, I wasn't saying it's apple to apples, right? Like, I, was, I wasn't saying – I was just saying the, the, the overall theme, Max, though, about if you are turning towards a rebuild, mm-hmm. I do not want to be part of a rebuild. No, right. We both agree. Like, they'll draft Henderson – He's out the door, right? What do you get for him, and how does that go I think down? You can get a lot for for Damian Lillard. I agree. I think you can get a lot. Where does he go? Where does he end up? I don't know. I mean, I, he gave his list of teams like Miami. Obviously, the Brooklyn Nets. They have a lot of collateral, right? They have draft picks. They got a lot in return from Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and J- the James Harden move. Like, I think those are both feasible options with teams that are willing to give you a lot in return for Damian Lillard. The Nets would be a very, very good team with Damian Lillard. Him and Mikel Bridges in the backcourt? Yeah. Yeah. Still feels like they might be but like, and, and look, last thing I'll say in it, we, we, actually, the people that are talking about trying to send Zion Williamson to Portland, thinking that that's going to keep Dame in Portland, oh, I got something to say to you about that. I'll and tell you, I want to know about I, that. I, I want to oh, know that, but I also want to know – if the, he were to stay and they were to get Zion, what would that mean? How would that look? 888-SAY-ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. So, Jay, we want to get to real or not real, guys who should ask for a trade. But you want to put to bed the idea that Zion will keep Dame in Portland if they make a trade for Zion. Well, so thinking that Zion Williamson going to Portland, if I were Dame, would be even more insulting than – taking Scoot Henderson with the third pick in the draft. More insulting to me. Because now what you're saying is a guy who's played 114 games in four years, in four years, who I get has all the talent in the world, but you're going to tell me that that's what you're bringing to me to try to help me win a championship, a guy that I can't even count on to be available when I need my players to be available to help me win a championship, you're going to say, hey, here's the thought of what something could be. But I'm like, I'm not worried about the thought of what something could be. I need something that is. So for me, that's even more of a slap in the face on Dame Lillard. And I'm looking at management being saying pretty much, you guys are insufferable to me. Like, I, I, I can't. Who I is can't available? In- Who's available? Just tell me a better player available. I'm Portland management. Okay, Dame, who do you think we – would Max. Porzingis have been a better idea? Because he was available. Should we have gone after Chris Stapp's Porzingis? Would you like that more? You know, like to me, Zion Williamson – look, there's a chance he doesn't stay healthy. I think injury is a huge thing in sports nowadays that is throwing everything into chaos, right? Like it's hard to make predictions because it seems like everyone's always hurt. And it could ha- you know, name a team that you're not worried about injury on right now. I guess the Celtics, but even there, Porzingis. You're right? always worried about injury. Right, but, but, but usually sometimes you could say, well, given this guy's age, given this guy's injury history, I'm especially worried about this team. I'm just saying that applies to so many teams now, right? So take a guy like Zion Williamson, who's averaged more games in the first four years of his career than Joel Embiid did, right? Embiid missed, what was it, two full seasons to start his career. You got to average all that in. If But Embiid turned it around and he got healthy. If Zion could get healthy, unless you think he just won't ever, and maybe he doesn't, but Zion and Dame, what that would look like, that is a lot. You're, so great explanation right there. Yeah. But you're telling me if you're a Dame, that would be enough to keep you in Portland? Well, I think if, if not, then what I would say <laughs> is there's nothing that will keep well, Dame I'm asking you, if you are Dame and understanding what you and I have talked about for a while now, about Zion Williamson, and we always say the best availability, the best ability is availability, correct? Yeah. So now you are Dame. You're telling me that's enough to keep you in Portland, Max? I would say this. That depends. I don't know Dame's mind. If I'm Dame and my mind is I really want to win in Portland, and I'm surveying the landscape and I see, okay, wait a minute. That's a move on a distressed asset that we can bring in now and then still go out and get something we can continue to build. But can that be a pillar? Yes, it can. Now, if I'm Dame and I'm just paying lip service to the idea at this point that I want to stay but I really want to leave, then the answer is no. Depends what's in his mind. I I mean, I I couldn't disagree with you more, man. I'm not looking at Zion as a linchpin for my organization. I think he – 
He has no, to be a linchpin. It's a it's a it's a home run swing. You might swing and miss, but you might hit a home run. Well, I, I'm, I, at this stage of my career, though, like I'm I'm not trying to base the next five years on a home run swing. I hear you. If I'm I, da- like, if I'm Dame, I, I want to go to Miami. Like I'm I'd trying, like to go to Miami. Like you know, so like just that's what I'm saying. It comes back to like you're rebuilding with Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simon, right? You're rebuilding. Or if you're telling me that you're going to trade the pick to get a guy like Zion, like what other additional pieces are? I'm watching this arms race occur. I'm watching the Lakers with LeBron and AD. Well, I mean, are they going to land a Fred VanVleet? Wait, I'm watching Phoenix with Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. I don't know what moves Dallas is going to make, but I know Dallas now got Luka and Kyrie Irving. They're looking to add some additional pieces. I'm watching Sacramento light the beam. They are on their way to be one of the powerhouses. I'm still watching Golden State. If they keep Draymond Green, if they sign him with Steph Curry and Wiggins, Wiggins is going to be healthy for a full year. I got Jordan Poole. You think Jordan Poole and Draymond, they're going to figure it out. With Klay Thompson, Like we are far behind here. But if you get Zion in the fold and maybe add one more piece, you may have three players that match up with any three players. You know, Zion has yet to take the next step because of the injury, but the the platform, the the plateau from which he will take that step is extremely high already per game. So if he can stay healthy and improve, and by the way, there is reason to think he might stay healthy, and there's good reason to think if he does, he'll improve. Now you have an MVP player you're playing with who's ascending, and now you get in that kiss in that other piece somehow. You're as good as anyone. I feel, but I don't, I don't know which way you're arguing though. You're, you're, you're talking to me about reason on one end, but then on the other end, on the other side of your mouth, Max, you're telling me that if you were Dame, that's not going to keep you there. No, it's the same, same so side wait, of my let, mouth. Let, so what I'm saying <laughs> is, let me ask you: if yeah. you are Dame. I'm not asking you to provide me with reason on why you if think Dame. I was Dame. If you well, were I Dame, go to that's Miami. what I want to know. I want to go to Miami. Thank you. Yeah, but by the way, Miami, not Let Brooklyn, not Philly, Miami. So you don't even, you don't think Brooklyn with their assets have a better chance of surrounding you with pieces? You and Mikael Bridges? Yeah, but who is available? I'll who tell is you one why. of the best? If I shoot my shot, if I give up that thing, which is loyal to the soil, right? Like if I'm going to give, not, if I'm going to give that up, you're not at, up at this point in my career, then I want to make sure I give myself the best chance to win a championship. Not simply improve my odds by some percentage, but think, yes, that's where I belong. That's the type of thing I want to be involved in, right? To me, that's Miami. If I want to, if I'm Dame and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use up okay. all that equity. I'm gonna spend it all now that I have my loyalty to Portland. It's gonna be. For the Miami Heat, yes. not for my third choice. Okay, perfect, fine. So you're telling me you want to be out of Portland? Yeah. If I'm yes. Dame, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. So all this reasoning behind like why Zion would help you with a home run swing, all that sounds okay. I'm just saying it's, I don't know what's in his heart. Maybe you do. I don't. Uh, in terms of what is important to him, how much of a pull is winning it where he was drafted. How important is that to him? So far in his career, it seemed very important, right? Yeah, I respect that. And, and certainly he's projecting that feeling, and he doesn't seem like an inauthentic person to me. But, you know, there comes a time where feelings change. I get it. And if I were him, my feelings would have changed a long time ago. I'm just not him. I just don't see a lot of free agents running to Portland. No, 
And they it, never it, have it's and very they never similar will. to the same yeah. situation that Giannis is particularly right. in, yep. right, with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. You don't see a lot of free agents like, I want to be in Milwaukee. That's why they're trying to retain a guy like Chris That's Middleton. That's why the CBA is – or the league wants the CBA the way it is, so that mid- and small-market teams, particularly in unglamorous locations with cold weather and taxes, state taxes, right, the places that guys don't want to be as much, they try to make it as difficult as possible for that player to leave. They have to give up too much money to leave. So what we see now is the player accepts the new deal and then demands a trade after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on in the league right now. It's not, illo- it's not irrational. It makes sense. We don't have any time to play. I can't believe you spilled really. your coffee on the floor again this morning. It, no, it was empty. empty you know, there, there are multiple stains on the rug. That you've made. No, 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 and no, no, now, no, no, no. for the first no, time. By the way, by the way, for the I have first great hand-eye coordination. We have, and we have damn, video footage. Damn it. I have not right, spilled my coffee on the rug one let's time see the video. in my two-year stint here. I don't know. We I have see video. stains all over the it's place. It's going to be on ESPN. I, this is what right. typically happens. You get up to go to the bathroom, go to break, and your right foot up. Look at you. Look And, and the stare down, looking to see if there was coffee. Yep. <laughs> this is great. Like right, right here in the, and boom. The, the, <laughs> uh, the cup was empty. Look, look, look at me. I'm like the, the badass little kid. Look at me. The cup was empty, and I'll tell you something else, Jay. Why do you think I didn't see it? Was you it, know I'm blind it, in my left eye. But this was the right eye. Your no, right no, no, eye when is I on get up, look, no, look, look, watch, watch, watch. I get, get up, up the right eye, no, but it's no, the my, right eye. No, it's my left eye that I see when I go over ah, here, see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah. he has to look to the other side because you're sitting in a different seat, so it's your fault. Oh. Everything's all messed up. So it's Jay's fault. It's my fault. Jay spilled the coffee. Jay spilled the coffee once again. This is what I'm trying to say. I can't do this, apparently, and I spilled the coffee. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.